Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to a book reading entitled When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarakpuri. We continue on page 264. The Spoils of War The Muslims stayed in Jirani for more than 10 days on their way back from Taif. The Prophet, peace be upon him, waited for the Hawazin to repent and reclaim their property and families. Not one of them, however, showed up. At last, the Prophet, peace be upon him, took one-fifth of the beauty and distributed it among the Muslims of weaker faith in order to win their hearts. He also gave large shares to those who had not embraced Islam, hoping that Islam would become dear to them. Abu Sufyan, for example, received 1,600 dirhams worth of silver and 100 camels. His two sons, Yazid and Muawiyah, received the same amount. Safwan bin Umayyah was given 300 camels. Hakam bin Hazam, Harith bin Harith bin Halda, Uyayna bin Hassan, Akra bin Habis, Abbas bin Mardas, Al-Qama bin Alatha, Malik bin Auf, Ala bin Haritha, Harith bin Hisham, Zubair bin Mut'im, Suhail bin Amr, Huyaiti bin Abdul Uzza, and others received 100 camels each, while many others were given 40 or 50 camels each. The news of the Prophet's lavish distribution of the booty to so many people spread far and wide. He was a man who gave and gave without stint. The Bedouins grew greedy and began to demand gifts from the Prophet, peace be upon him. Some even traced him and pinned him against a tree. A Bedouin in a mad frenzy pulled the cloak off the Prophet's back. Return my cloak, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said. I swear by Allah, he who holds my life in his hands, if I had as many cattle as Tihama has trees, I would have distributed them all to the people. You will find me neither a miser nor a coward, nor a liar. He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then cut a lock of hair from the hump of a camel and said, By Allah, I have kept nothing from the spoils for myself, not even this hair. Deposit everything you took from the enemy so that it can be divided, even a needle and thread. Stealing will result in disgrace, infamy and fire for the guilty on the day of resurrection. The people, overcome with shame and fear at the Prophet's words, deposited everything they had collected from the enemy. After this, the Prophet, peace be upon him, asked Zaid bin Thabit to distribute the spoils. Some of the Ansar were aghast that the Prophet was giving away such a large portion of the spoils to the Quraysh, while the Ansar received nothing. The last in faith, the most reluctant in battle, had become the first in line for the fruits of victory. Someone among the Ansar said in outrage, How can the Quraysh get everything when blood is still trickling from our swords? The chieftain of the Ansar, Sa'ad bin Ubaidah, told the Prophet of their sins of hurt and resentment. Tell them to assemble so that I can speak with them, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said. After praising Allah and mentioning the obligations that the Ansar had taken upon themselves, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Ansar, you have shown displeasure because I gave some goods to such and such people so that they may embrace Islam. You, however, I entrusted with Islam. O Ansar, are you not satisfied that these men should take away sheep and goats while you go back with the Prophet of Allah? I swear by the one who holds the life of Muhammad in his hand, if there had been no migration, I would have been one of the Ansar myself. If everyone took one path and the Ansar took another, I would follow the Ansar. 
Oh Allah, have mercy on the Ansar, their sons and their sons' sons. After hearing the Prophet's words, the Ansar began to see things in perspective. They wept until their beards were drenched. We are satisfied that the Prophet, peace be upon him, is with us, they said. Just as the spoils were about to be distributed, a delegation of Banu Hawazin, led by Zubair bin Sarad, called upon the Prophet wasallam and embraced Islam. Once they had taken the oath of allegiance, they brought up the subject of their families and property taken in battle. Those who you have brought as captives are our mothers, sisters and aunts, and they alone bring disgrace to peoples. O Prophet, we ask of your kindness and generosity, free our women, for they come from the same tribe as she who suckled you when you were a baby. The Prophet, peace be upon him, asked Banu Huwazan who choose to choose between reclaiming their families and their property. We treasure nothing more than our children and women, they said. We will not ask for the camels and goats. Tomorrow, the Prophet, peace be upon him, said, when I have finished leading the noon prayer, stand before the people and announce that you have embraced Islam. Then ask for your families to be returned to you. The next day, the Hawazin followed the Prophet's instructions, and the Prophet, peace be upon him, announced to the new Muslims, Whatever was apportioned to me and Banu Abdul Muttalib is yours. I'll also recommend that others relinquish their captives to you. The Muhajirin and Ansar said, Whatever she has been given to us, we now give to the Prophet, peace be upon him. Three Bedouins, however, refused to part with their shares. Their names were Akra bin Habis, Uyayna bin Hisan, and Abbas bin Mardas. Seeing their reluctance to return their captives, the Prophet, peace be upon them, urged them, The best thing to do is to return your captives, because whoever does so will receive six times the number of relinquishers from the very next booty Allah grants us. Uyayna bin Hassan was the only one of the three to refuse the Prophet's request. Even after returning the captives, each person was still left with either two camels or twenty goats. To each of the released captives, the Prophet, peace be upon him, gifted a Coptic sheet. And that's where we leave our book reading for today. We're reading from the book, When the Moon Split, a biography of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The book has been compiled by Saifur Rahman Mubarak Puri. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.